Show, the business podcast that's here for you wherever you go with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of The $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And today's episode is a must-read episode where I share with you a book that I've read, tell you some of its takeaways, tell you why you should read it, and how it's influenced me as an entrepreneur. Today's must-read is The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. This is a really powerful book. It's really well written. The research that has been put into this book is incredible. I mean, the research notes in the back of the book are like 50 pages. And it's one of those mind-shifting books. It changes the way you think about why you make the decisions you make, the habits that you do, and how to create better habits for yourself. Because remember, as an entrepreneur, you're going to have to manage yourself You're going to have to manage your time. You're going to manage your habits. And you want to create the best habits possible so you can produce the best results possible. I can't wait to get into this book. So let's get down to business. Today's episode of The $100 MBA Show is sponsored by HostGator. HostGator is an all-in-one hosting solution with 24-7 live support via chat, phone, or email one-click WordPress installs, an easy-to-use website builder. They even offer design services and marketing services like SEO and pay-per-click campaigns, and a whole lot more. And best of all, HostGator's hooking up every listener of The $100 MBA Show with a 30% discount. Just visit HostGator.com slash MBA30. That's HostGator.com slash MBA30. I decided to read The Power of Habit because I really wanted to form better habits on a daily basis. I wanted to better utilize my time. As an entrepreneur, your time is money. It's your biggest asset. I wanted to make sure that my day was filled with good habits instead of habits that I just did because of what I was used to before. Things that I hung on to for years, maybe even things I've kept on doing since I was a teenager. I wanted to take a look at the habits I was doing throughout the day and see if I can replace some of the poor habits with better ones. Now, when I started reading this book, I realized it's more than just about creating better habits. It also enlightens you about how habits are formed and the power of habits in our life. Many of the decisions we make on a daily basis have nothing to do with decision making. We actually just do them out of habit. We don't decide to brush our teeth in the morning. We just do it because it's a habit. And those who go for that morning jog every morning, they do it because it's a habit. It's a good habit. They don't have to think about it. They don't decide. They just get up, put their sneakers on, and they go for a run. One of the concepts that Charles Duhigg talks about in this book is the habit loop. And many of us think about habits as one thing, like smoking or biting your nails or going for a jog for that matter, or in a business setting, writing a thousand words a day. But habits are actually more than just one thing. There are three components, and he explains this in the book. The first component is a cue. Now, this is like a signal to actually ignite or start the habit. The second part is the routine, and that's the actual smoking of the cigarette or going for the jog or writing the words on the page. And lastly, it's the reward. What kind of reward do we get when we do this routine? For cigarettes, it's a buzz. For a jog, it might be the adrenaline. For writing, maybe it's a sense of accomplishment or a sense of significance when we publish our writing. But the point is there are three components. And in order to replace a bad habit, you can't really get rid of the cues, the signal that ignites it, or the reward. You got to get rid of the routine or you got to exchange it with a different routine. There's a lot of great studies that are shared with you in this book. One of them is a study of Febreze, the odor remover spray, and how they came up with this idea in the 90s. They also talk about toothpaste. Pepsi was the most successful toothpaste of its time because they created a habit around their product. 
people were in the habit of brushing their teeth. But by using the cue, routine, and reward system, they were able to create a habit around brushing teeth. In this example, the cue would be you feel your teeth are dirty, there's a film around your teeth. The routine would be brushing your teeth. And lastly, the reward would be this tingling, clean feeling in your mouth. Prior to Pepsodent, there wasn't that tingling, clean feeling in the toothpaste. They didn't add that ingredient. It was just like washing your hands. You didn't feel anything. It wasn't like your hands are tingling after you wash your hands, right? But people needed to feel like their mouth was clean, and that was the reward. And he used that system to get people in the habit of brushing their teeth. But the book also talks about how to change habits and how to rework this habit loop so you can create better habits. This is especially important if you're just getting started as an entrepreneur, maybe you're working alone or in a small team. Your habits are so important. You have to be able to have great habits or you're going to find yourself spending all day on Facebook or YouTube because believe it or not, that's a habit too. Now the book moves on in part two and talks about how habits are formed in successful organizations. He goes through this concept of keystone habits, habits that can really influence other parts of the business and eventually the entire business. He then moves on in chapter five and explores willpower and how it can be turned into a habit. He shares a study where he shows self-discipline has a bigger effect on academic performance than intellect actually has. So no matter how smart you are, if you don't have self-discipline, your performance is not going to be as good as those who have self-discipline. And then he shares how willpower is a learnable skill, something that can be taught. This book really helps you understand how habits are formed, what are the components of habits, what are the obstacles of creating great habits, and how to do that on a daily basis. How to start building a life and a routine that's conducive for success, that will help you become successful in your business, in your life. Guys, I got more on today's must-read, but before that, I gotta give love to today's sponsor, HostGator. HostGator.com is an all-in-one hosting solution. Not only do they have 24-7 live support via chat, phone, and email, but they also have design services. So if you want a custom design website, HostGator can hook you up with a designer to work with, even if that's just a refresh of your website. They also have marketing services that can help you with your pay-per-click campaigns. You can also secure your domain names with HostGator. Nicole and I use HostGator for our websites. We find it super easy. Their dashboard is easy to navigate. And best of all, HostGator is giving every listener of The $100 MBA Show an amazing discount, 30% off. All you got to do is visit HostGator.com slash MBA30 to get your discount. Go to HostGator.com slash MBA30. All right, so I talked about why you should read this book, but before I wrap up, I want to talk about how this book has influenced me as an entrepreneur and our business. The first thing it has done, it broke down habits to a science. I understand how habits are formed now. And I started a list of things I want to start doing as a habit whether that's exercise or reading or learning or growing or writing or whatever it is, I've listed down a few things that I want to start doing as a habit on a regular basis. And now I have the formula. How do I create a habit? How do I make sure I do these things on a regular basis? I've used the formulas that uh, Charles Duhigg offers in this book with the cues, routine, and reward. And I've taken a few things on this list just to get started to see if this really works. And it does. And it helps me become a lot more productive. And at the end of the day, I feel a sense of accomplishment because at least I got the things that I wanted to get done for that day because it's a habit. I don't have to think about it. In fact, tomorrow's lesson is about a habit that I formed after reading this book. And it's titled, Four Steps to Becoming a Well-Read Entrepreneur. I want to incorporate reading as a new habit. Yeah, I read here and there on breaks, 
but I want it to be a regular habit on a daily basis. I was putting in new useful information in my brain because if you've put good things in, you're going to get good things out. And that's the bottom line. If you want to invest in your business, you got to invest in yourself. All right, guys, I hope that helps. And I hope you enjoyed today's must read episode. Like I said, tomorrow's episode is about the four steps of becoming a well-read entrepreneur. This is a little experiment that Nicole and I did. I'm going to be sharing it with you tomorrow. The day after that, we're going to be talking about the three must-know marketing principles. We'll also talk about how to reach new customers and how to market on autopilot. Can't wait to get into those guys. But before I go, I want to leave you with this. The Power of Habit is not a classical business book. It's more a self-improvement book or a psychology book, but it does help you become a better business person because it helps you become a better person, a more disciplined person, a person that has control over what they do. When you can control your habits, you can really control your day. And you really need to perfect that as an entrepreneur. Like I said, your time is your biggest asset. So you want to make sure you're utilizing every minute of the day wisely. All right, guys, I hope that helps. and I hope to see you in tomorrow's episode. I'll see you then, guys. Take care. Take care.